Well, welcome back to our in-between episode. Today, we have a special guest joining us from last week's full episode. We have Sarah DeHaan coming to join Haley and I today. (laughs) Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. And Sarah had a fairly large event happen to her last year. Would you like to tell us what life-changing addition was added to your family? Yes. Well, in August, my husband and I had the pleasure of inviting our baby girl, Evie, into the world, which was pretty special and happened really pretty much smack bang in the strictest lockdown of last year. So we were in the five kilometer radius lockdown. And um, the good thing about that was, I mean, Kurt, didn't get a whole lot of paternity leave through his work, but he did get to work from home for three months. Yeah, so he kind of got a COVID-induced That was pretty awesome and something that we're really thankful for and have considered a huge blessing of 2021 mm. because he got to be home and be dad so much. So mm. wasn't all bad. No, I think that's actually a really beautiful element. I mean, COVID's been horrific for so many people and businesses and everything, but um, that family time together for some people has been just such a blessing that you would never get in a normal year. So yeah, how special. really, really great. Mm. We got a um, little baby will, not little anymore. <laughs> we have, we have a baby will joining us in this recording today. And I've just started to breastfeed him in the hopes that that will be the quietest thing, <laughs> but you might just hear him. Might hear some <laughs> enjoyable sounds. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah, um, was on the episode last week, you shared a bit about your birth prep and yes. mm. what you're hoping the birth would be like. Are you glad you did that birth preparation and did you use it? Uh, yes, the great old uh, birth plan versus birth preferences <laughs> dilemma. Um, yeah, so as I shared last week, I did hypnobirthing and I did a lot of Christian hypnobirthing prep and all of that. And um yeah, I am super, super thankful that we did mm. that. Um, didn't use any of it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, um, it's really valuable regardless, I think, for two reasons. I mean, well, one reason for two people, the mental preparation of the experience of birth for both yourself and your partner mm-hmm, I think absolutely. is amazing so being able to have Kurt more aware of what actually the birthing process will look like and his role I think mm-hmm. was really really valuable mm-hmm. and also I think it just helped me have a really positive and kind of confident mindset going into birth so yeah. look I laugh and I say I don't use any of it that's because I didn't use any of like the scripts or any of the that that being said, I did actually listen to the hypnobirthing app, the Christian one, for about an hour or so in bed, lying into bed. My waters broke at two mm. and I decided to start playing them then uh, as I just kind of slowly had like that period painting kind mm-hmm, of feeling. Mm-hmm. But pretty much once any active labour began, I didn't do anything. Um, so I did use it a little bit. But when I was in the hospital and I was in the shower for most of the process, I felt really, really in control of the whole process mm. and I actually felt um, really clear-headed and I felt like, no, nah, I'm going to take control of this yeah. whole experience, not let it control me. And so even down to, you know, you hear people having like super long labours and I'm not saying you can always help that, mm. but like I'd heard of people share with me like, oh, the contractions start to, started to slow down and I, I could kind of get comfortable and like they wouldn't happen if I stayed in a certain position. 
And I was, to be honest, like, stuff that. Like, I want this baby <laughs> out. I'm not being here in 24 hours. And so if my contractions started to, like, kind of ease off, I don't know how to explain it if you haven't had a baby, but you can kind of just tell that you could you could subdue it if you wanted. And I would just be like, nah. So I'd stand up and I'd, like, start doing, like, squats or lunges or something and like induce a contraction to make sure I was actively pushing this girl out every two minutes or so yeah so I didn't let myself I didn't want my body to decide that maybe it wasn't the right time Mm. I look it might not have been the case in that maybe I thought I was in that control and it would have happened regardless but my mindset was nah we're gonna do this we're gonna have this baby Yeah. And she was born in seven and a half hours from when yeah. my waters broke and stuff. So I feel like it was a fairly good time for a first mm. birth. I think even just the element of you coming into it feeling in control is a huge advantage for especially a first-time mom because my <laughs> personal experience in that, I just I feel like I don't know if I said this in the full episode, but I didn't have any preparation really, much preparation I should say, and I didn't feel in control. I didn't feel clear. So I think even the preparation that you did and even being able to kind of have that first hour of listening to the reflections and stuff. Yeah. Like even having that set you up for going into it, even though it didn't go through the whole, you didn't use it through the whole labor, like how, how cool to have kind of set yourself like, all right, we're going into this and you kind of clear your mind in a way you got yourself prepared to go into mm. labor and have that sense of control. I think that's incredible and an incredible um, work to be preparing yourself for during your pregnancy as well. And I just can't stress how important I think is, I think it is that your partner also have some of that prep because Mm, they're so mm -hmm. uninvolved in every other aspect of what's happening to you. And I think it really helped Kurt because he was probably still more traumatized by the event <laughs> like it's huge watching mm-hmm, the process absolutely. especially soon as I discovered I was a vocalizer for every <laughs> contraction so I think he was like I spent like every few ones I'd turn around and be like thumbs up and I'd be like it's okay babe I'm really okay I'm just making this noise yeah because yeah. I could tell that he probably thought I was dying but really yeah. I was just pushing this girl out and oh, she was that job. was helpful what a sense of no control men must have so often when they go into that and they just like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I don't know what's going on for her physically, mm. but so cool. Like you said, such a good encouragement to make sure they're yeah. getting some of that preparation as well to give them at least something they feel like they can understand or contribute to the process. Yeah. Talking about vocalization. Sorry that I'm going to be quiet over the next few minutes because <laughs> Will is trying to get the recorder from me and anytime <laughs> I move it, he is just cracking it. I'll put him down, cracking it, move the recorder away from his arm reaching out. So love it. Um, I'm here, but you guys we get it. Yeah. We get it. So what's something, Sarah, that having had it's now six and a half months, is that right? That she's been here? Yeah, pretty much. What's something that you can reflect on and be surprised about being on this side of that journey? Yeah, so obviously there's a few things. Um I think I think I didn't realize that I would love it so much. Like mm, I yeah. wanted to be a mum. Like we chose to fall pregnant with Evie, but I really, really love it, and it's mm. been so good. And and I just can't believe how much you really do love them more and more every day, and you don't yeah. feel like it's possible because you already feel like you love them to capacity. But like mm-hmm. I literally like look at her again and be like, oh, you're just actually yeah. the best. Like sometimes I just text Kurt that I'll be like, Evie's <laughs> actually just the best. I just adore her, and that is. A surprise just because you're like, it's just once again one of those emotions, mm. one of those things you, you can't actually prepare yourself for till mm. you have 
So that's yeah. pretty cool. I also am really thankful for the unexpected of it's just been a really beautiful thing in our marriage that mm. I felt really has been, I guess, a surprise, not hugely, but just in that, like, you just don't know. Like, you mm. know, any big major life event, you know, can throw all kinds of things into the mix. And mm-hmm. I, I do also have a lot of thanks for COVID because of that, though, because I think it forced us to yeah. do less and be more present and more at home, which just meant that yeah. we kind of had the time together and stuff like yeah. that. So I, I'm also surprised and th- um, didn't expect to be thankful for COVID with a baby because I yeah. was really upset when I found yeah. out that we were going to be in lockdown. And and at times during lockdown I was upset that we were because I wanted to do so much more. But in hindsight, also really thankful for what that allowed those early months to be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're, they're definitely some things I didn't expect. Mm. So, of course, there are definitely surprises both good and bad along the way has it been what you expected or did you have many expectations Mm. yeah so I think I think in one sense you can't help but have certain expectations but Mm -hmm. I wasn't somebody that has always been like desperate to do the mum thing I always knew I'd want to have kids but it wasn't something that I've been like like this way we're like we'll be married seven years and we've just had a baby like I'm 30 mm-hmm. I, I wasn't like desperate to have one at 25 or anything so my expectations I think were not quite the same as somebody who maybe that's been like their you know that really maternal instinct um mm. but I actually have found the lack of expectations around something has been really wonderful because I haven't mm-hmm. expected motherhood to look like a certain thing yeah. so much or for Evie to do certain things or not do certain things or to be able to sleep or not. Mm. And so I think that's kind of allowed me just to kind of go with the flow because I haven't gone, this isn't right, this isn't how it should be because Mm. I realised, I didn't realise that I hadn't planned that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. I hadn't set myself up being like, oh well, we'll be able to do this and this and this. Probably the the one thing I had thought was that earlier on we'd be like catching up with friends or going out and about. Yeah. Um, but that expectation not happening was down to COVID, and yeah. so who knows? Like maybe I wouldn't have felt up to it, and that would have shattered my expectations of that. But because I physically actually couldn't do that either, I, I had just no had choice. to yeah. suck it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. It, that probably would have been a bigger surprise, like if I hadn't mm. felt up to doing that stuff and yeah. I could have done it, but I don't even know. Yeah. So I was just always itching to get out of the house, but, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing that I guess has surprised me is previously, like days off from work, for example, I'd always want to be out and about, like a day just spent at home if I wasn't sick mm. or if I didn't have like some real project you think I was working on, like that I was trying to get done in that particular day. If I just had a day at home, I was just like, it was like I was a different person. Like Kurt would come home and be like, oh no, I just had to get out. Mm. And so I guess it was a slight part of me that was like, oh, how am I going to cope with like the stay at home aspect of mum life? Mm. And I guess two things there have been surprising. One, I really love getting out and about with Evie. Like obviously, Getting in and out of the car seat is surprisingly annoying. Yes. Um, I hadn't really ever thought about that. And sometimes you're like, oh, is it worth getting her in and out to do that? Yes or no? So that that is a thing. But otherwise, I actually love taking her out and doing Mm -hmm. stuff. But also, I'm so much more happy to spend a day at home. 
Mm. and I don't get that antsy feeling and if I do a little bit we just go on a walk in the pram with the mm. dog and yeah. you know that's that's something and I'm mm. but I don't have that like oh I haven't achieved anything because I have felt such a beautiful sense of purpose in yes. being her mum yeah mm. that's probably another another surprise actually mm. probably one of the best I hadn't thought about that before coming on to speak to you but I have just loved what it is to discover being a mum mm. and the purpose I've found in this season of not needing to have any other label of like mm. who I am or what I'm doing mm. and being like, oh, well, this is currently the purpose I'm living with. But I think especially as a Christian woman and discovering like this is actually hugely what God has designed me to do is to care for this baby and not <laughs> the only thing women are designed to do. I'm not in any way trying to say that. But I have felt such a release to not feel like it's not enough. Mm, and I have felt really like awesome. if I have spent my day interacting with her, helping her grow, develop, you know, all that, then it's a day spent well and a day mm. that I can actually feel like, yeah, it's been a, a good use of my time. Mm. And I think that's helped me relax in those moments. Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. Because a lot of people feel quite lost in that, which I think mm. you can have both. Um, but to hear you articulate it is really cool. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that was actually definitely a surprise. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Mm. This has been good and I feel like yeah. we're cutting it short, but that's what these in-between episodes are. Yeah. And next week we have two um, beautiful friends talking about their experience as being first-time mums. So we'll go into yeah. this kind of stuff a little bit more with them yeah. as well. Yeah, but thank you so much for joining us, Sarah, and sharing more with us about this journey mm -hmm. that you've had. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been great. And if you have anyone that has uh, is pregnant for the first time, it's a great episode to send them. I've heard from yes. someone this week that's like, oh, my gosh, this is giving me so much peace, especially when not many people know they're pregnant. It can mm. be a good gift to just mm. hear Sarah and Ginny talk. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, until next time, guys. This is us. 